about the importance of branding. I know, everyone talks about branding, but I'm here to break it down in terms that you'll actually understand. Branding is so much more than your logo. In fact, neither of my brands has an official logo. Think of your branding as telling a story to your audience where they're the main character. Think back to your favorite brands and why you connect with them. What problem are they solving for you? And what character do you play in their brand story? When you hear brand identity, your first thought is probably to think of the logo that a brand has. But what about the fonts that the brand uses? What mood does it bring out in you? Your brand identity is a combination of all those great things wrapped up in a pretty bow and marketed to your customers. I hate using the word oversaturated, but if you are in one of those markets that are considered oversaturated, then having a strong brand identity is what will make you stand apart from the crowd. You need to show your audience, heck yeah, there are other brands, but this is why you'll love us. Please take it from me, create your brand identity before you even think about creating a logo. Your branding will take you further than your logo will. Your branding is going to make your customers feel something and you need that emotional connection to build trust and loyalty. And I know you're probably thinking, well, what about brands like Starbucks and Apple and Nike? Everyone knows their logos. Yes, we do know their logos, but the only reason they've developed such a loyal following and their logos are recognizable is because of their branding and how they make their customers feel. When you get Starbucks in the morning, it may be a part of your morning work ritual. It helps you get your day started and your barista personalizing your cup makes you happy. So whenever you see the Starbucks logo, you're reminded of that happiness you feel at that first sip of coffee in the morning. My favorite thing to do when creating a brand identity is to think of my brand as a person. That's my biggest secret. How would they speak to their friends? What would they post with and interact with on Instagram? And it doesn't have to only be Instagram, it can be in general, your target audience's media consumption. What sites are they on? What are they searching up when they're on their phone? What do they even use their phone for? You really have to think and get into the mind of the consumer here. Here's a quick breakdown of why you need to have a brand identity before your logo. It builds loyalty. It builds trust. It gives you differentiation from all of your competitors in the market and it increases your visibility and improves consistency. So let's get into the first step, creating a mood board. People sleep on mood boards, and I mean seriously sleep on mood boards, when you should be starting there. A mood board lays it all out for you, what fonts you're gonna use, the colors, the pictures, and you can even include a small blurb about the personality of the brand. Remember before when I said you should think of your brand as a person? If you don't have Canva Premium, you may want to rethink. This is not endorsed by Canva, I just live on that app now. 
And shameless self-promo, if you sign up for my mailing list, you'll get free access to my brand mood board template and you can use it and edit it to your own needs. So if you haven't already signed up for the mailing list, as soon as you're done this episode or even right now, click the link in the episode description to sign up and you'll also get access to my 24, yes, I said 24, page guide to content marketing. But back to the business of mood boards. Go on Canva and select the resume template and then delete everything. You just need the size. I prefer working with an eight by 11 inches. I think that's the, what is it called? I think those are the dimensions. But anyway, select the resume template, delete everything and include a color board. You're gonna make your color board by selecting these six circle elements and then you can go crazy with your colors. Choose whatever matches your brand, have fun and play around with it until it feels right. A picture collage for mood photos. I highly suggest going to Pinterest, saving some images there and then dropping them into the template and then variations of a logo. Now, you don't have to, but if you have a basic logo right now, you can put one in and then play around with some variations of it or if you already have the variations, put them in there. And then you're going to put in your brand profile and persona. This is the part I was talking about where you put a small blurb about what your brand is and their personality. Spend time with Pinterest. Pinterest will be your friend. Find pictures that match your brand. You can look at lifestyle photos, textures, really anything. After you select your photos, you can make a color palette from the colors in the photos. The most important part though is creating a small blurb for your brand's persona. You can even make up a catchphrase or something your brand would say as a regular human being. This board is going to set the tone for how you're going to approach all of your marketing. It will determine how you speak to your customers online, how you make them feel, how they engage with your content. This is just your starting point and it gives your brand a personality. And speaking of brand personality, let's talk about the personalities of the real people your brand is targeting. So this is a part I just somehow started doing at the same time whenever I did a branded board. And it made sense to do them at the same time because I was already making the brand's personality. So why not think about my audience's personality? If you've gone to business school, you probably know how to do a thorough background search using all the fancy graphics. But if you didn't go to business school and don't know what the hell I'm talking about, let's get into it. So we're going to be focusing on two O-graphics and those are demographics, which refers to age, gender, and location, and psychographics, hobbies, interests, and opinions. Whenever you think about demographics, we're talking about the real basic stuff. How old are they? Where do they live? What is their gender identity? You can even niche down further by race, ethnicity, marital status, employment. You get it. Let's do an example of this. Say a loungewear brand that sells loungewear for women is made from Egyptian cotton and hemp blends. The demographics for that audience would be women aged 23 to 35, gender, women, <laughs> location, let's say Ontario and specifically Toronto, Ontario. Marital status, single, relationship, married, all of the above. Employment, full-time job, but they work from home. Think of the demographics as the bun of the audience persona burger. 
It's just the appearance. And if marketing ever returned to the old days of marketing, and we marketed to everybody with zero personalization, then I would recommend you do no further work and you're done. But no, we're in the new age of marketing and people don't like general marketing. You have to speak to them. You have to date your customer before they commit to you. So let's get to know them a little better. Now we're gonna dive into psychographics. So we're going to use the same brand, the same loungewear brand, but this time we're gonna dig a little bit deeper. We're gonna get into the activities that this person does, any hobbies that they have, interests, how they consume media, all of that fun stuff. So the psychographics for this audience, lifestyle, women working full time from an office or at home, often leave the house to pick up food deliveries, run quick errands, and they're very busy. Hobbies, gardening, thrifting, watching Netflix, simple stuff. Media consumption, daily. They use Facebook and Twitter for entertainment. They use Instagram for inspiration. And any beliefs, let's say they're eco-conscious and they want a brand that cares about the environment. Get the gist, right? We're in the meaty middle. <laughs> the stuff that really makes a person tick. What makes a person want to buy from a brand? What influences them? The more descriptive you are, the better. And over time, from your analytics, you'll be able to really understand your audience and pinpoint every pain point. The relationship between your brand and your customers is important. You make them feel good, they make you feel better. To do that, you have to be willing to date them. You have to go through that talking phase and get to know their interests, show interest in their interests. Make them feel safe, heard, seen, and everything in between. Then you pop the big question for commitment, which is the purchase. Now I've gone over everything you need to create a strong brand identity for your brand and you should have a better understanding of what it means to have a strong brand identity and the components that go into that. If your brand doesn't make your customers feel anything, you'll be forgettable and what you want to be is at the top of their heads all the time. And if you like this segment, next Monday at 6.30pm Eastern Time, join me for a live training plus workshop on creating a custom brand strategy. The link to register is in the episode notes. Thank you for letting me host you today and I'll talk to you again next time on Coffee Shop Marketing.